Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. Position in Christ. It's, it's, it's having confidence in our position in Christ is kind of like having confidence as a result of one's position at a job. In other words, if a person is, is hired by a company to be a manager of that company or perhaps even the CEO of that organization, well, how many know, guys, that's first of all, that's your position? And how many know with that position is going to come some boldness? With that position is going to come some confidence that maybe you didn't have if you had a lower position, you see. With that position is going to come some authority. And so that is the result of your position in your job, you know, manager, CEO, whatever the case may be. Now, guys, it's exactly the same with our position in Christ. I want you to understand our position in Christ is we are in Him. Our position in Christ is we are seated with Him in the heavenly places. And what that is, is that is a place of authority. And so your confidence, your authority has nothing to do with you, boo. <laughs> okay, I want you to really catch that. Um, in fact, if you're with someone, say, turn to them and look at the man and say, man, it's got nothing to do with you, boo. <laughs> you know, say, man, it's not about you, you know. Um, it's, 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 it's all about your position in Him. It's your position in Him, you see. And catch this, guys. This is so important to understand. Your position has nothing to do with your emotions because your emotions, guys, how many know that's part of your experience? So you're not always going to feel righteous. You know, you're not always going to feel the kind of emotions that go in hand with who you are in Christ. Uh, you're not always going to uh, necessarily feel the peace. But that's your experience, and that's okay. That's okay, and I really want to emphasize this and really take my time here with us today to really make sure that you guys understand that we are never, ever, ever, guys, we're never, guys, ever, okay? We're never denying our experience. Our experience is real. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You see, when people start to deny their experiences and they start going around, well, Alex, you know, there's no sickness, you know, <laughs> Alex, there's no lack. Well, hold on, friend, okay? Hold on now, not quite so fast. You know, uh, first of all, you're going into an extreme right now, and I want you to understand any time that you go into an extreme that's going to lead into error, I want you to understand the way that cults are created is when you take a little piece of the truth and you take it to the extreme, okay? And so if you're denying your experience, I want you to understand that's an extreme and that is error and that is wrong. It's going to lead you down the wrong path, okay? And so I want you understand your experience is real but here's what I want you to understand as well glory to God your God is real as well you see uh, your God is real and I want you to understand you serve a real God who already overcame the world 2,000 years ago you serve a God who overcame sickness who overcame lack who overcame sin who overcame all of the stuff that you're dealing with right now in your very real experience he overcame it and because you are in Him, in Christ, what happens is, glory to God, you get to overcome with Him. Everybody say, I'm in Christ. <laughs> Everybody say, I am in Christ. Say, my position is that I am in Christ. You see? And so, confidence 
in who we are in Christ is crucial in order for us to to see this coming to pass in our life. Now, one more verse I want to go to. I want to just kind of look at this real quick. Turn with me to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. And I want to look at this in the King James. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. I want to show you just another scripture that's going to really kind of, you know, show you this very clearly. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 in the King James. Man, this is awesome. Child of God, I believe when you get a hold of this, this is going to be really key for you whooping the devil's butt, man. (laughs) Okay, this is going to be really key for you to see the manifestations of what Jesus has already purchased for you 2,000 years ago. Now, notice what he says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 in the King James. He says, but of him are you in Christ Jesus. Stop right there. Church. This is really just the scripture confirming back to you exactly what I just told you. What you see here is your position. He says, you are where you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now he says, of him. He says, of him are you in Christ Jesus. In other words, he didn't say of you. It wasn't your own doing. And I want you to understand what that really means here is of him means of his doing. There's another translation, I believe, that says of his doing are you in Christ Jesus. And church, what I want you to see is the context of this verse. Obviously, we don't have time to study the entire first chapter of First Corinthians right now. But I want you to understand that the context of this verse is the cross. The context of this verse is the cross. There's a verse a little bit earlier in the same chapter where Paul talks about the power of the cross. And so what he's talking about of his doing, are you in Christ Jesus? What that means is through the cross, are you in Christ Jesus? Through the cross, the great exchange took place. Jesus took your sin. You received his righteousness. And what happened as a result is God puts you into Jesus. You see, in order for Jesus to take your sin, man, in order for Jesus to be made sin with your sin, with our sin, with my sin, there had to be a unity that took place. You see, we had to be joined unto Christ. You see, and it's in this unity, he says, we're in Christ Jesus, and notice this, who of God is made unto us, what now, guys? Wisdom. Everybody say out loud, Jesus is my wisdom. He says, he was made unto us righteousness. Everybody say, Jesus is my righteousness. And he was made unto us sanctification. Church say, Jesus is my sanctification. And he was made redemption. Say, Jesus is my redemption. You see? Now, what you want to understand here as well is that you are in Christ. And so there's really no... Lord, how can I put this? There's really no separation here in the sense where, you know, Jesus is my righteousness. But church, what I want you to understand is Jesus being your righteousness, it means you are righteous in Him. Why? Because you're in Him. 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, He who is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. And so in your born-again spirit, in your new creation... You've been made, you've been joined unto the Lord. And so his righteousness is your righteousness. Can you guys see that? 
Let's look at this also in the New Living Translation too, man. I'm just going to take my time here this morning. <laughs> I am not going to be rushing it today, guys. Uh, 1 Corinthians 1.30, I want to look at the same verse in the New Living Translation because notice what he says in the NLT. He says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. Stop right there. Church, I always got to show you the scripture. You know this by now, okay? <laughs> and so, this is what I was just saying. You've been united with Christ Jesus. He says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. Notice this. For our benefit, God made him, Jesus, to be wisdom itself, man. You need wisdom, look to Jesus. <laughs> you need wisdom, man. Look to Jesus. Look to the Holy Spirit who imparts his wisdom to you. So you got some wisdom, man. Sometimes wisdom is crucial in order for us to, to bridge the gap between our experience and our position because you're going to need some wisdom on this journey, man. You see, when you go around denying, you know, that there's an issue, well, that's not wisdom. That's actually foolishness. I want you to see, <laughs> okay, that's foolishness. You see, wisdom says, man, I know there's an issue. Wisdom doesn't deny the sickness. No, wisdom says, hey, there's a sickness. But Lord, I believe by your stripes I was already healed. And now wisdom is going to have the courage to say, well, Lord, show me how to navigate my way into the manifestation of the healing. And so maybe sometimes it happens instantaneously. You believe God for your healing and your healing shows up. That's awesome. Other times, and there's nothing wrong with that, there might be a period of treatment involved. Guys, there's nothing wrong with going to doctors. Okay. And so you, you, wisdom is what I'm trying to get you to see it's, it's, it's wisdom that's going to show you what the right path is for you. Okay, you're struggling with your finances. Okay, well, there's some wisdom, Lord. Help me, you know, to, to be a good steward. Help me to make the right kind of choices, Lord. Help me uh, to budget what I have, Lord. Help me to be faithful with what I have right now. That's going to take some wisdom, you see. And so he says, for our benefit, God made him, Jesus, to be wisdom itself, and now notice this, Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. Glory to God. <laughs> and what that means is, he's freed us from the power of sin. Doesn't mean that you and I are not able to sin, man. We still got some sin going on. Okay, let's just be real. But sin no longer has dominion over us, is what he's saying. And what I want you to see, all of this is, because of our position in Christ, and we are in Christ of his doing through the cross. It's through the cross. Everybody understand that? Glory be to God. That's pretty awesome, guys. That's pretty awesome. Now, in the, in the, in the few minutes we have left, I want to kind of address now, well, how does this work in a very real way? Because if you think about it, and I think a lot of people have this question, you know, Alex, how does this actually really work? Alex, I get what you're saying, but how can I really see the reality of this? In other words, Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago at Calvary. That was 2,000 years ago in a specific place at a specific time. Now, how is this going to apply to me here today? How did God, through the cross, put me in Christ? You see, how does this work? And turn with me to 1 Thessalonians 5.23. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. So what I want you to see, guys, is that... I want you to see that this is not a metaphor. This is not an analogy. 
this is a reality, I want you to understand you are right now, this very minute in Christ. As real as you're, you know, listening to me right now, as real as the device you're listening to me on or watching me on, you are in Christ. But you see, what you want to understand is what part of me has been positioned in Christ. So what am I getting at? What I'm getting at is this, guys, is that in order to truly understand our position in Christ, our standing in Christ before the Father, what you've got to understand is you've got to understand your three-part nature. You see, child of God, you want to understand, church, there's more to you than just meets the eye. You want to understand the Bible says God is a spirit. And that's John 4, 24. The Bible also describes God as the father of spirits, and I believe that's Hebrews 12, verse 9. And so what this means is there's a part of you that is a spirit, and that is really the deepest part of who you are. That is really who you are beyond this earth suit, beyond the stuff that's going on in your mind. And so what you are is spirit, soul, and body. Human beings are spiritual beings. They're spirit beings. You're a spirit being. You are a spirit. You possess a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your body, that's this earth suit. That's what enables you to interact with this three-dimensional world. And guys, notice, that's where your experience takes place. You see, remember, we're distinguishing between experience and position in Christ. And so what you want to ask yourself is, well, what part of me has been positioned in Christ? Is it my body? Well, no. Well, because my body is here. <laughs> you know, you're, you're looking at my body. My body is here. I'm here recording this message. Your body is wherever you're watching me from. You know, that's your body. That's your, your physical position. So that your physical position is not in Christ. But watch this. Your soulless realm, your mind, your will, and your emotions, are they in Christ? Well, that depends. You see, that depends on what's dominating your attention. You know, you're, you're, you're keeping your soul, your mind in Christ when you're stayed on Him. And that's what the Bible actually says, guys. We got to do that. We got to keep our mind stayed on Him. You know, we got to renew the mind, our mind in His Word. But watch this. Your spirit, the deepest part of who you are, I want you to understand, is already in Christ. Already in Christ. And so, in your spirit, and that's the part of you that was made a new creation, that's the part of you that is born again, your spirit has been joined to Christ. In fact, in Ephesians, he says, you have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Now, to be sealed means glory be to God. It means none of the good can get out. Glory to God. None of the bad can get in, you see. And so, in your spirit, you're in Christ. Now, look at 1 Thessalonians 5.23 to kind of really make this clear. In the King James, he says, and the very God of peace sanctify you holy. Take note of the word holy. That word holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, means completely, completely. And to be sanctified means to be set aside for God's purposes. And so notice, guys, that we are to be sanctified holy. 
And so you can be sanctified, but you're not sanctified wholly. Well, Alex, what does this mean? Well, let's read the rest of the verse and he'll explain it. And he says, and I pray God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so to be sanctified holy means to be sanctified in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. Now here's the paradox about sanctification. We don't have time to look at this today, but if you are, if you study the Word of God, if you study the New Testament, guys, you will notice something that's uh, at first glance is going to look like a contradiction. And it's going to look like a contradiction because you will notice verses that talk about you're already sanctified. He says you're already sanctified. But then there's other verses where he says, man, you've got to be sanctified or be sanctified. Well, Alex, how do I, how do I resolve this contradiction? Well, 1 Thessalonians 5.23 is all you need, guys, <laughs> because he says you've you got to be sanctified wholly. You see, sanctification, guys, is both instantaneous and it's a process. It's a paradox. It's right now and not yet. It's that paradox of the kingdom of God, you see. And so in your spirit, you're already sanctified. But watch this. In my mind, it's a process. Remember, alignment, guys, takes place primarily in your thinking. You see, it's aligning yourself in your thoughts, in your, in your attitudes, and in your words, and then ultimately also in your actions. And so sanctification or alignment and these are kind of interchangeable as well. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you, you want to understand is, is taking place primarily in your thinking. And what you're doing is you are lining up with who you already are in your born-again spirit in Christ. Does everybody catch this? And so what I want you to walk away with here today is I want you to go throughout your week and I want you to boldly declare no matter what's going on in your life. You're dealing with lack? Declare every single day, praise God, my position is unprosperous. My position is my needs are met. My position is my God supplies my every need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You see, you're not denying the experience, but you're standing boldly in your position in Christ. You're dealing with a sickness. You're not denying the sickness. If you're going through treatment, you don't, you know, you keep going through your treatment. You do what you got to do. You use wisdom. Okay. But all throughout that treatment, a glory to God, my position is I'm already healed. My position is I was healed by his stripes 2000 years ago. My position in Christ, my standing in Christ before the Father, glory to God, is I'm already healed, you see. You see, you're struggling with depression or with thoughts of fear, some dark thoughts. You don't deny those thoughts. You never ever, you know, try to push that away. Yeah, you know, you have, you're having this emotional experience, but, but Lord, I remember my position in you, my position in you before the Father, my standing before the Father, my position in Christ is that I've got the peace of God. My position is in, 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 in Christ is I have a sound mind, you see. And so you are standing in your position. What happens is you're standing in your position, who you are in your born again spirit, that enables now the alignment to take place. It enables the rest of you to come into alignment with what is already true about you in Christ. Amen? Everybody understand that? And so, let me just share this again. And, and you notice, guys, I'm kind of, really kind of saying one thing, and then I'll say it again, because I think that's how you're really going to get it, you see. I want you to see, it's got to begin with us being secure in our position. 
Because here's what happens. Religion oftentimes gets you to be all occupied with your experience. In other words, hey, Alex, you know, I'm struggling with some sin here. And so, man, how can I be righteous? Look at my experience. It's a mess, you know. But what we want to invite you to do is we want you to say, yeah, that's my experience. You know, yeah, I'm a mess. And that's fine, guys. That's fine. Child of God, that's fine. Listen to me. That's fine. But in the midst of your mess, your position is you're righteous. Your position is you're righteous. I heard the story about this guy. He was struggling with, um, you know, I think it was like a weed addiction. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he kind of had this issue with some weed. You know, it's like, man, I can't stop smoking weed. Um and you say, well, Alex, it's legal in California. Well, okay, guys, you know, but here's what we're saying. Do you really need that? Okay, uh, you know, here's the thing. If you, if, if, you, if you get high on the Holy Ghost, man, once you get high on the Holy Ghost, guys, <laughs> I want you to understand you never want to go back to that uh, counterfeit GMO stuff, okay? You say, Alex, it's organic weed. Well, well you know, let's go with the organic Holy Ghost is what I'm saying, <laughs> okay? But but here's, here's the deal, you know, I, I heard this, this story and, and this minister was kind of coaching him and this guy had this addiction. He said, well, pastor, I can't believe that I'm righteous. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this, with this joint. You know, I got to smoke this joint, man. I just can't get rid of the joint. And here's what this minister count, uh, coached him to do. He was, he was preaching. He was a, he's a great pre uh, preacher. And so he said, man, you know, uh, every time you, 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 you get that joint, you smoke that weed, I want you to say I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Amen. You know. And he's and the, at first the guy was like, "Yeah, really? You, what? You know, you're joking." But he said, "You know, just do it. Just do it. Just do it." And so he did. You know. And so, sure enough, you know, he gets that joint. You know, he rolls up the joint, man. He smokes the joint. He says, "I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus." And at first, it feels a little weird. You know, it feels a little off, man. It's kind of odd. You know, it's kind of like odd. You know, uh, but he just kept doing it. And then here's what happened. You know, it's like, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Puff, 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 you know. <laughs> but gradually what happened was, huh, wait a minute. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know, it was starting to dawn on him. Okay, you know, smoke some more. But then eventually it got to a point, man, where... He was trying to roll that joint, and all of a sudden, you know, the enjoyment was gone. The Holy Ghost, I want you to understand, is going to take that enjoyment away, because that's what happens, you know, when you're secure in your position in Christ. Glory to God, the Holy Ghost is going to come, and He's going to confirm that to you. And so He's trying to smoke that joint, man. He's going to, He's, he's trying to do that thing, okay? <laughs> you know, and, and all of a sudden, He just keeps saying, man, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and, and suddenly, one day, He was like, man, I can't do this anymore. Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you know? In other words, it dawned on him. Uh, it became real to him. And you know what? From that day forward, he never again smoked another joint. Now, how did that happen? Through him being condemned? Through him listening to religion, telling him, man, you got to do better? No, man. It was him understanding who he was in Christ. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubin. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now, to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now, I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.